The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Hey, welcome back. It's that time of the week. What day is it, Ray? It's hump day, my man. <laughs> it's hump day. It's a whole bunch of different days. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's tax day. <laughs> yeah, that could almost be like uh, death day. It is. For me, it is. I can't stand it. I hate I hate tax. I hate everything about it. I, I am like a, a novice when it comes to it. And this is the only time probably me and my wife probably ever fight. Because I just get mad just for no reason. <laughs> well, we know who wins that fight. Yeah. She just says, shut up and do what I tell you. And I just look, I just look at her crazy, but you know, I don't do nothing. You got, you just play mine. You got mine. You got, got mine over like Depot. I got mine control over like Depot. <laughs> I just go downstairs and I just talk how I want to talk to her. To your dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, I thought we were having our guest on. I don't know if they're, uh, if our, uh, Dr. Hyde is in, um, but if not, we're just going to go ahead and uh, proceed on. Um, man, uh, <laughs> I hate reporting negative news. And I know it just seems like that's the that's what's in, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this stuff that's going on with Aaron Hernandez, I mean, well, first, I'll let you start off with a, a running back that I loved in college. Oh, man. Dude. What's up with him, man? Lawrence Phillips, you know, I don't know if people remember Lawrence Phillips back in the day, but Lawrence Phillips was 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 a beast. He was he was I, I you know, I thought he could he could have easily been one of the, you know, highly rated guys that we would be talking about, you know, those, you know, uh, Jamal Lewis's type guys and, you know, but he he he's lost his mind. I mean, he's getting he's gotten in trouble ever since we we've, we've known that, you know. But and now that I don't know if you guys remember the last thing that got him really locked up, we had he had gotten to a fight on a actual field. He was driving to, you know, just just, you know, minding his business and saw a football game going on. You know, guys just playing. He jumped into it and uh, end up being, you know, beating guys up and then end up getting in his car and running people over. It was it was it was chaos. Now yep. he's in jail. We know that. Well, well we, you got you you got you forgot to mention that they were kids. They were kids. Okay, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> they were kids. Yeah, they were t- teenage kids, and and you know, I don't know if anybody knows what Lawrence, you know, Phil- I don't know if anybody knows what Lawrence, you know, Phil- I don't know what Lawrence, you know, Phil- of course. And now, tell them what's going on with them now, Jay. 
Well, you know, uh, Lawrence is in jail with uh, another former uh, NFL player's um, cousin, and he uh, is the primary suspect of a killing, killed kill a cellmate. And, and it killed a cellmate, right? Prime suspect of killing his sus I mean his cellmate. So hmm, let's see how that's gonna go. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't I don't know you know, does he have anything to to to, to, to stand on? I mean you 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 room up with this guy and now now he's dead and what what you know what what you gonna do now? Yeah, it, it's crazy and um and I'm not gonna lie, the, this um Aaron Hernandez thing I have all sorts of feelings regarding it. Um, one of the things is, like, I am just shocked. I Put it like this. I'm shocked that someone would take the chance of just losing everything for street cred. Like, Agreed. He, was a, he was a kid that didn't have to be. You know, right. I don't know if you knew the history of his family, everything of that nature. Comes from a actually fairly decent background. He mm-hmm. made a decision to be a certain way because his brother is the polar opposite of him, who was a quarterback at right. Connecticut and clean right. cut, things mm-hmm. like that. His his brother is actually a, a coach. Uh, the thing that it was two, it's several different things with that Aaron Hernandez thing. I look at first of all, you know, it's not just the murder of, and we're just dealing with this case of Olin mm-hmm. Lloyd and mm-hmm. the loss of you know his family has, but then. You have the stuff with Aaron and his fiance, mm. uh, and then his daughter. But not yep. only that, the division of his fiance and her sister and who the sister was Dave Lloyd. Yeah, uh, and so I think a combination of those two. I think uh, that combination really caused a greater issue, um, and so. Therefore, I look at that and I'm like, man, you have that situation. And then the final situation that you have with it that bother that I shouldn't say bother me. If he's guilty, then he pays the crime. But I really thought in this case that it would either be a mistrial or he wouldn't be found guilty. Now, I thought it was going to be a mistrial. That's what I, I you know, I, I wasn't shocked that he was you know, found guilty. But I thought it was going to be a mistrial, and I thought the baby mama, the the fiance, was going to be the you know the thing that was going to make that happen with the whole box, and they couldn't find the weapon and whatnot. That's what I, I I can agree to that for sure. But now, I mean, now you're looking at you know you go from playing on Sundays to I mean the rest of your life. Yeah, no and four minutes from where you used to play. And here's the thing, though, I think. And I'm again speculating for the jurors. Worst case scenario, we find him guilty, mm. and we know the state law; he'll get an appeal, right? And so maybe they're banking on that, and then maybe it becomes more evidence. But even I mean, even as lawyers and things like that, I thought he would get off. But uh, this is going to set it up. Once they start uh, running those other cats trials, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, and who they gonna have a public defender? Yep, <laughs> and, and 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 probably get the same amount of time. Probably oh, yeah. the same. 
same amount of time, same amount of hurt, and because and basically they're going to have the same guy that's probably going to end up uh, uh, representing all, all of them because <laughs> they ain't going to no, be able no, to afford no. it. Yeah, oh, the other two because Aaron right. is the only one. So that's going to be interesting. So then, you know, hopefully that will go take part before the civil trial comes into play. Right. You know, because the civil trial is basically what's going to, let's just be honest, that's, that's what's going to break them. Yeah, that's financially, right. that's what's going to break them. I mean, now that you see, we've just seen the guilty trial, the the guilty verdict. That now you have, you're going to have to pay that family for you know for that situation and that. And when you when you look at that, you look at you know these you know Aaron Hernandez made some good money, you know when he was playing. Hope you know with this, we were thinking probably his whole assets or equity would go to maybe the mom or the or the fiance, but that's not what's what's, what's going to happen. The civil, oh. the civil lawsuit is going to hit and it's going to break rubber. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff, if he has a trust or anything for his daughter, he may, mm-hmm. you know, some of those assets may be, be protected. Covered. But, right. you know, now he's probably wishing, like, she wasn't just a baby mama, that she was a wifey. Then she wouldn't even have to stay in trial. And he would have had a better case because then when they started talking about the box and stuff, they didn't have to, she didn't have to testify. She wouldn't have to do it. She wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah, he, he said, "Look, he could have wiped her." And hey, you know what? And that's surprising you said that because they could have easily. He could have easily said, "You know what? You know, right when he went in, he could have said, hey, come to the to the courthouse and we can get married.' And that could have saved probably his well, ass because they, they couldn't have do her. that. They actually she, tried, but it was too late. Mm, oh man, wow! It, it was almost like a week or two late because I. If I'm not mistaken, if you look earlier on when he, everything first went down, it mm. was like, dang. So, yeah, your boy should have just one head scooped her up. And, and, what about, you know, what do they call it? What do they call it when you move in? What you call it? I know when it's seven years. You know, yeah, you know every, I know I've done it. <laughs> you know, you stay alone. And you, y'all might as well be. Yes, yeah, it's, it's legal. It's a legal marriage or whatever they call yeah. it. I I, uh, it starts with a C, I believe, and I'm just out of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of the case. But um, right now, um, we're going to, before we, we have a couple guests on, so we're going to take about a few minutes. And uh, talk to have Dr. Rick, Rick Hyde. Is Rick there? Yeah. Yeah, Rick, Rick is on. All right. Dr. Rick, we have you on. Uh, the Man Cave, first of all, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. So, you know, we have you on uh, this part of the section. We're going to talk a little bit about what you tell what you do, tell your story, and you got about three minutes to do so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, first off, um, I am a chiropractor and a sports physician here in Chicago area. So uh, basically, had all sorts of asthma and allergies, and growing up in and had uh, played three sports in high school and three sports in college, uh, and started coming down with all sorts of issues um, from overtraining and. Um, just living the the generic uh, American lifestyle of health, so um, went you know had went to the top chiropractors, top physical therapists, top surgeons, uh, couldn't figure it out, uh, and then so developed a whole bunch of 
plans and programs to fix all the issues. I've had failed surgeries. They want to cut my hips in half, cut my tendons off. Um, they want to do a whole bunch of stuff and, uh, and just figured out programs how to fix it. And, uh, so then I became a U.S. Olympic chiropractor for, with maximized living. Um, and then became a sports physician too as well. And so I deal with nerve flow, blood flow, nutrition, water, oxygen, and full body stretch and flexibility. And so I've dealt with some um, Olympic and NFL and NBA athletes, therapists, world record holders, Chicago Bulls therapists, um, and Olympic coaches and athletes too. So, so uh, I have a wellness practice of you know all families, and um, and then also have I treat a lot of high end athletes as well. Cool. Uh, so, Doctor Rick, we're going to talk a little bit more once we uh, come in uh, from break, but we're going to go into break and then. Would like to you to talk a little bit about why uh, you know chiropractor uh, chiropractic therapy the difference between and why is important. Um, but uh, until then, we're gonna go into break. So everybody, tune back in. Ray, don't get beat up by your wife, and I'm gonna watch out for the midgets across the street. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show. We got a slew of people up in the cave today. We just want to uh, get everybody educated. We always want to bring in somebody that we talk, you know, talk body, health, you know, you name it. Um, and we've got a great guy here from out here in Chicago with me, Dr. Rick. Say hello, Dr. Rick. We already got your little intro. Yeah, yeah, great. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you a question because I'm a, you know being a former player, uh, I remember we used to sit right before the games. We there would literally be a line of guys waiting to get adjusted before the uh, the game started, and which is so crazy because once you get adjusted, which is I remember before I went out there on the field, we could go in for warm ups and then come back in, and then I'd get adjusted and come back out. My body would be in a complete different place, which is so crazy. And I've always been a fan of chiropractic work, you know, on on my body, and probably need to get back into it. But just tell me, you know, tell us what's what's the biggest thing or the biggest benefit that you can get out of actually, you know, having uh, chiropractic work done done on you? Yeah, you know, a lot of my friends are the NFL and Olympic chiropractors. So, um, so uh, currently, probably fifteen chiropractors for the NFL. Um, and the main the main thing that people don't really understand is if I take a deep breath in right now, you can hear my my breath. My brain keeps my lungs a lot, right? So that's what took that's what allowed me to take my deep breath in with my brain, my spinal cord, and my nerves that run my lungs. So what runs your heart is your nerves. Your job of your heart is to pump blood. It's not run by blood mainly. So your nerve system really sends power to your muscles to run, to work out. It sends power and life to your organs to actually function, you know, to, to deliver the oxygen, to function the blood, to function the water, to filter the, for the kidneys, for the nutrition. So, so that brain, that spinal cord, that electricity is actually where life and health resides. And so subtle pressure on those nerves based off the research, if your spine is out of alignment on an x-ray or a nerve scan that we do, interferes with the nervous system. And that nervous system, the body's malfunctioning. So when, what we do as chiropractic is we take pressure off those nerves, loosen it up with your hands because that's the greatest stretch you can ever hear. If you hear an air bubble pop, it's just an air bubble in fluid. It's not ligament snapping or popping. It's just allowing the brain to control and function the organs. And they took college athletes, 50 mm-hmm. college athletes, uh, um, 11 different studies, reaction shuttle time, uh, you know, vertical leap, and they improved 16% three times a week after six weeks versus the 1% of the other control group of 50 college athletes. So the performance end of the organs and the muscles is well documented. That's why the chiropractor runs all the Olympic uh, surgeons and physical therapists and, and chiropractors and also that's why there's chiropractor for every NFL team too and see that's so, that's, that's, that's so interesting that's, because I remember you know being adjusted from my you know whether it was my back or it was my hips but I felt faster I felt more I mean I I, I know guys that, that live and die by it and I, I remember when I did it it just made me that much of a better player even if it was you know maybe it was if it, if it was mentally but physically I know I felt better I know we I, I probably should do it more and kind of speaking for some of the older you know now I'm out and some of the older guys that I know why why should we continue to do chiropractic work you know wh- why is it still beneficial if you're not being an athlete anymore right well there's five life or death systems in your body 
Only five. Nerves, blood, nutrition, water, and oxygen. That's it. So somehow everybody knows they need to drink water. Um, everybody knows they need to exercise for blood flow and don't want to clog them. Everybody knows they want to eat organic and not have poisons, shots, or drugs, or other chemicals, or different genetically modified foods and nutrition and air quality. And those four systems, everybody, if you if you're going to ask them how how to be healthy, well, they would be saying, "Well, I exercise, I eat right, I do nutrition, I do water." Um, but the nerve flow is actually a, the life or death system in your body. My mom had a blocked nerve in the back, and she had cancer, and all the organs fell. So all those five systems are life and death maintenance and hygiene systems that you have to do for your whole life, not just because the alignment or hip replacements. One knee goes, one hip goes because the alignment. It's right. really a life or death system. So, so discs degenerate quicker than your teeth, and so these subtle nerve pressure, like subtle block nerves, you can't feel them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so that's why you need to get measurements, see how do chiropractic care for life. Uh, most people think it's for the tendons and muscles, which it could be, um, but those are non-life-threatening. And uh, but but the life and death nerve system, spinal cord that runs everything. That's if you want to lift your maximum health potential. You have to do five, not four, not three, not two, not one. You've got to do those five life systems. I know that um, you, you you hear people, you know, you hear the sound of the of the, you know, that's, that's why they say cracking, or you hear the popping sound, or whatever, not. And you know, we've got the myths of people going, you know what? Oh, that's bad for your hands, you know, because I'm a big, you know, uh, knuckle cracker myself. But and it's 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 a nice release. But but tell, I guess, the audience, you know, what is that sound, and why does it sound like that? And is, is it is it is it harmful or what? I mean, what what is that? Yeah, that's that's a great question. My mom went to a chiropractor, and the chiropractor didn't explain it to her. She thought it, she thought something bad happened, and never wanted to go back. Um, and basically, uh, the discs degenerate quicker than your teeth because of gravity and smushes everything. And you want to loosen up things, uh, and so you want to loosen the joints and the nerves and the discs up. That's that's where life and and, and health is right there. Um, so it's not massage therapy or stretching or muscle therapy where, you know, mm-hmm. canes, walkers, crippled bedridden nursing homes are. You want to loosen up the joints and the greatest stretch you can ever have. If the, the ligaments surround the joints in your fingers and in your spine and there's fluid inside each of those. So imagine, say, saran wrap fo- surrounding a little joint with fluid in it. And when you stretch it out, an air bubble forms in there and it pops. And that's carbon dioxide and nitrogen, and you can't do it for another 20 minutes. So all it is is just air bubbles. So I just say, hey, if you're scared of air bubbles, don't blow bubbles with your kids. <laughs> and so I'm not, I say air bubbles don't cure disease. Mm-hmm. Taking pressure off the nerves so your body can heal itself and function and run um, uninterfered with heals and functions your body. We're healing cancers. We're healing stage four cancers. We're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Pacemaker, heart arrhythmia, electricity issues, heart attacks, um, just with nerve pressure not just blood and nutrition. So when you take pressure off the nerves, an air bubble forms, um, and you hear the air bubble pop, and it's nothing bad. It's just you want to do it in the proper way and just loosen it up, and it's the greatest stretch ever developed by mankind. And it's awesome. awesome. Well, Dr. Rick, we really appreciate you coming on. We're going to have you back on uh, very soon. Uh, we're going to, we thank you for taking your time. We know you had some patience going on, and we got to yeah. g- get the next part, which builds on, you know, why – like with the draft and things like that. So thank you for coming on. 
Uh, our next guest that we have here, uh, we have the czar of footballgameplan.com, a uh, young brother that I happened to work with a little bit uh, during the course of the Veteran Combine. Um, Emery Hunt, the czar of football game plan. Welcome, bro. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. All right, Emery, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell our, our, our people about you. Um, well, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, I always got to throw that out there for the home folks and, uh, played my college ball, Louisiana Lafayette injuries, cut that short. And after I finished school, I went ahead and coached back in my old high school, coached, uh, offense and special teams. And then after Katrina moved up to Northern Jersey, uh, right outside New York city. And then I want to say Oh seven, still having that bug to stay in football. That's what, that's what happened when I went ahead and started football game plan back in 2007. Well, okay, now let's talk about what you're doing now. Talk about uh, footballgameplan.com. Well, what it is, it's the one-stop shop for the football fan. Uh, you can come to Football Game Plan and find info on the NFL all the way down to women's tackle football. So if it involves a pigskin, we cover it from an X and O standpoint, from a uh, scouting standpoint, and we also uh, do scouting reports as far as like high school and college football transitioning to the NFL is concerned. So basically covering the draft. We, we have it from soup to nuts, uh, not only in the States, but also overseas where there's a lot of American football being played as well. So you guys you guys do Pop Warner, high school, the championships, what? The, you, you named the one thing we don't do, Pop Warner, but uh, <laughs> that might be something we have to add. Uh, so, uh, But no, we do cover from high school to uh, all the way up to, to the pro level, um, even into CFL and, and things like that. So we, we cover it all. So you guys definitely watch out for the for the new guy the the new top recruits coming out of high, high school from from all over the country. Correct, and and that's what makes us a little bit unique, or, or more so unique than other people. Um, you know, when we talk about the NFL draft, because we've seen these guys for what eight years now, so we're pretty familiar with their growth and what they've done over the course of time. So a lot of times when someone asks about this guy, and oh man, you know about. A little bit about everybody. It's like, well, well, we're unique because we we've seen this guy play in high school, broke down mm-hmm. his game as he transitioned into college, and now you, you have a pretty good idea of what they can do athletically. And see, I, I remember back in the back in the days, in the day days, back in my my day when they, when they used to recruit. You know, technology has changed a lot of that. You know, it, it was it was difficult it was difficult to be seen by so many different you know schools. Back in my time, yeah, they had Zapooter film, you know, the, <laughs> the <laughs> <Right>. real film. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I remember, I remember how I made my highlight tape. I put both my mama's, you know, VC, v, VCRs right next to each other, put it in a tape, exactly. push record, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I could only record, you know, four or five schools I could send it off to, you know. But now, they, you know, technology has just changed all that with, you know, downloading digital and, you know, people, you know, they got their own YouTube stations and, and stuff like that. So it should be. It, it's probably easier now. Not easier, but a, you could probably get more access to more players with the way technology is now. And, huh? and Ray, the, one of the things I want to interject is, yeah, because now we have this platform, which you know, following Emory, you have where you have huddles, things like that. But one of the things I don't know if you know what Emory does too. He actually goes into colleges and universities and also meets with the coaches. And, you know, does some chalk talk with them and things like that. So he has a bigger idea. It's not just the player. 
It's the team, the concept, what they're trying to do. So when they get a recruit, things like that, he knows this kid from Texas, Galveston, Texas, is going to, you know, Texas A&M, and he knows they're running a spread, and he may talk to that coach. So it's a bigger deal. But uh, we're going to go into break, and we're going to talk a little bit more with Emery about this up-and-coming draft and things like that and some of the things he sees. So uh, come back to the man cave. And I will be back with my drink. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. I look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? It's time for a look at sports from Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to JD Harris at high-intensitysports.com Now, let's get back to the show. Well, welcome back. We have uh, Emery Hunt with Football Game Plan um, just talking about over break some of the differences of what's happened maybe in our generation with football and recruiting and things, uh, what's going on now. Emery, why don't you elaborate a little bit what you're talking about during break? Yeah, just to echo Ray's point, you know, as far as dubbing tapes, I had to go through that process with a lot of stamps, you know, begging my mom for for eight bucks to get that 13 pack of VHS tapes uh, because she was wondering why I was sending out so many tapes. I was like, well, you know, I kind of have to spread my net a little wide um, because LSU is not knocking down a door or, uh, you know, or the other big school at the time, Tulane, they just came out 12 and 0 season, but you know, I was like, man, I, I kind of want to just spread out, see what's going on, see what's out there. And that's how I was able to get in contact with 
Indiana and Iowa showed interest in ultimately going to uh, University of Louisiana. Um, but it was so so much going on. Nowadays, you can simply email a coach your huddle page or your link to YouTube. And he can check it out in five minutes and boom, boom, boom. And my problem was I had to wait, you know, two weeks for a tape to either either come back to me or for a coach to call, you know, and say, hey, yeah, we checked it out. We, we like this. We like that. Like, that was a long process. You know, now right. it's like. <laughs> and so one of the things, too, Emery, to explain more, you're not a scouting service, per se. So explain exactly what football game plan is. And, and, and that's a good point because, you know, I get hit up a lot by, by high school guys or college guys say, hey, promote me. Like, I, I'm not necessarily promoting individual players. It's just that, you know, if, if a tape or a film comes across my desk and I break it down and this is these are my thoughts, both strengths and weaknesses. Um, so I tell guys, I'm going to give you a fair evaluation. That's the one thing I didn't have uh coming up through high school you know everybody tells you you're great until i said i remember i sat down with one coach at the school i, had, I went on a visit and i popped tape down I was like yeah i'm gonna put my best highlight first because i know this i broke this this big run so i'm sitting down the coach looked at me he said well why didn't you score i'm like wait a minute this was a good play i ran over the safety i wanted to set a toe he's like yeah but we need you to score a touchdown on this i was like oh you know so that fair evaluation so guys will get the strengths and their weaknesses. I wouldn't call it weaknesses things that you can work on. And it's coming from a, a good place because as a former player, you're not going to say someone stinks or anything like that. That's not helping them. You're going to tell him what he can do better. Yeah, and from my perspective of having been a, high, a college coach, when you get film in and you know everyone's like sending my highlight, well, everyone has a highlight. Now I want to find out if you're playing St. Mary's School to Blind or you in in the fourth quarter things like that. Um, but so more with football game plan, uh, the different proponents of it, basically, you know, from, you know, our conversations, you're pretty much an entertainment or football hub per se. Exactly. And we, and we're, we're doing it strictly um, from a pure standpoint, you know, you're not going to get breaking news at football game plan, but you will get analysis. We're going to tell you the Seahawks will knock off the Patriots because of X, Y, Z, not because, well, you know, Tom Brady doesn't play well on the road. And there's that, that to me that, you know, that has nothing to do with the game. We're going to mm-hmm. keep it strictly X's and O's. And on the, uh, as far as film breakdown and, and scouting reports, we're going to keep it straight within the white lines, you know? So can you, or can't you play? That's the biggest thing about football game plan. That's all we focus on. Now, how do you have the time for, for all those different from, you know, <clears throat> elite to the pros, to college, to, to even high school, how do you have the time to, to 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 monetize all that? Well, that's the one thing football taught me was you know how to you be great with time management. You you have to really budget your time. You, I mean, you you guys know periods every day of practice. You okay? We're gonna have this five minute period. This period maybe ten minutes. So we're gonna break it down like this. So I may only focus on arena football for the time which arena football is in season. But I do know. Mm-hmm. I'm working with the draft throughout, and a lot of this stuff rolls over. So you, you're doing high school. That leads into the college recruiting part, which also leads into, you know, breaking down your college games for the for the season. And in breaking down college games, now you're keeping tabs on guys that have stood out, so you're making a little list. So now when the end of the season comes and it's draft time, you already have a, a list of guys that you want to focus on and put on your quote-unquote big board, which also leads you into the draft. So you kind of have a good idea. Uh, it, one rolls into the other. Football is, a, is an easy game. 
it's not that complicated, especially if you, you have the experience as far as like playing or coaching, you kind of know what to look for and what to pick out. So that way you're not really re- wasting your time. Now, Emory, you also have some print uh, work out. Talk, tell us a little bit about that. Well, we we did put out a book. Um, it's called, I have one right here just so handy for you guys. It's called Stiff Arming Football Myths. They can get this online or in, uh, PDF and also in paperback. Um, and what it was was just taking a look at some of the biggest misconceptions about the game of football and breaking it down. And, and stuff like, you know, home and away matters. Um, mm. Football players get up and play wherever they go. You know, if someone's challenging your, your uh, game, I don't care if it's across the street or, you know, in Tibet, you're going to go play. You know, you, so this home and away doesn't matter because when you're out there, you tend to block out the noise anyway. And you only mm. hear the play. You're so focused on the play. You hear yourself breathing and you hear once the whistle blows and now everything starts to you know filter back in. So that's examples of stuff that we've broken down in that book and uh, showing people that you know it doesn't matter where you play. If you can play, you can play. You know, talent is talent. Um, mm-hmm. One one that we threw in there is that if you put Michael Phelps in a swimming pool of eight rows, that still won't change the fact that he's the fastest swimmer in the world. So it doesn't matter what's around you. If the talent is there, the talent is there. What, what's your what's your, uh, your 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 biggest myth about football? The biggest myth I, I like to throw out there about football, one, one that just um, this, this grinds my gears, is that uh, when, when people say so-and-so from a small school is not uh, mm. good, and it's like, wait a minute, it, it makes zero sense. If you run whatever you run in the 40, that translates, talent translates. It doesn't matter if you're running a 40-yard dash at Alabama State or at Alabama. If you're fast, you're fast. If you can catch, you can catch. And a lot of times people don't understand that just because you're at a small school doesn't mean you lack talent. A lot of guys may not have had the opportunity, whether it be grades, they may not have been developed coming out of high school, or they just flat out may have gotten overlooked. But mm. each and every year you see guys coming from out, out of nowhere and, and performing. And that tells you that football is bigger than uh, what people see on Saturdays in the SEC. You know, definitely, and that's definitely. One thing I, I have one big myth that I really try to help people deconstruct because they'll look at my big board rankings and say, man, you have so-and-so from Illinois State rated higher than this guy from Alabama. Well, one, the guy from Illinois State has talent, and two, this guy from Alabama didn't really play. So just because he has that uniform on doesn't make him better than you. And what would you say What in terms of size and things like that? Because Ray and I and a lot of the guys, we get together, and, you know, we'll see a guy – well, the scouts will say, well, this guy is 6'3", 245 pounds, 4% body fat, but is he a ball player? Exactly. <laughs> but what, you might have a guy that's 5'9", a Teddy Bruschi. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. prime example, I, I, I don't know if I was probably one of the only outlets that, that gave Russell Wilson a legit first-round grade. And the only weaknesses were... At times, he tends to hold the ball a little bit too long trying to go for the big play. Everybody was like, well, he's too short. He's 5'10". He can't see over the line. I'm like, okay, if you want to take that ignorant approach, let's look at it this way. How many passes got batted at the line of scrimmage throughout his entire college career? If you could tell me a high number, then yes, you have a point. But that season he came out, the guy that led the nation in passes batted at the line of scrimmage was Brock Osweiler, who's 6'15". So yep, he's six seven. I saw. I knew that fact too. That was crazy. Dude, height has nothing to do uh, with throwing the football. And if you can throw, or some another one of my biggest myths is that um, 
when people say so-and-so, let's say Tim Tebow can't throw. Can't throw is like putting, to me, is like putting an offensive lineman out there and asking him to throw 40 passes a game. That's can't throw. And if you couldn't throw, you wouldn't excel at the high school level, the college level. College level, and, for and sure. pro level. You would have right. wouldn't have started. At, it, it's a skill to throw a football. You right. know? So maybe he not he's not the most accurate passer. Say that. But don't say he can't throw because – we, he wouldn't have had success at a high level everywhere he's been. Mm. That's interesting. And, and what what made you what made you come up with this as a business? Did, did you? I mean, was it was it, I, well? I know your passion was in football, but instead of coaching or scouting or whatever, why why did you decide to do this? I couldn't figure out which direction I wanted to go in because uh, I was coaching initially, and then you know I, I let people get in my head like, well, you got to quote unquote get a real job. So it was like, all right, let me try this corporate America thing out and had no clue what I was doing, but I was topping the company and every award I won, I was just sitting there looking at it like, man, it's not a Heisman, man, it's not, you know, (laughs) an MVP trophy. (laughs) I didn't care less about this. So after Katrina, I moved up here. I didn't have any coaching ties. I didn't know how to get, I actually applied for a head coaching job and the lady was, I went there while the lady, she turned me down. She was like, well, we're going to go with someone with a little bit more experience. They ended up hiring somebody that didn't have experience, a guy she know she knew. He ended up getting mm-hmm. fired, went winless. So I was like, man, I don't know how to break back into football. And I was complaining to my homeboy constantly about what I saw on national TV with regards to, I want to say that year was about the, it was a 2006 year uh, with Vince Young and Leonard. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just arguing about the nonsense that was mm-hmm. going on TV. So I'm like, yo, instead of me just, you know, arguing with you on the phone, I got to do something about it. So what's the easiest thing I could do? Let me see. Uh, start a website. Boom. And that's how it started. And where we got popular, we were the first place, probably the only place to predict App State beat Michigan that year. Um, people thought I was crazy, but I laid it out how it was going to happen, how Michigan was going to get suckered in and playing App State's game, and that played right into their hands. Now, I didn't know it was going to be a block kick, but the the concept mm-hmm. were the reason why, and that initially – was the reason why I started. I just got sick of seeing what I saw on TV and was just trying to break back back into football. I like yeah. it. I like it. And, you know, one of the things, uh, just even think about when you're talking about the Russell Wilson thing, what people seem to forget, too, is systems and the other players. Yeah, Russell Wilson was behind pretty much a, everybody on his starting line went to the NFL. And I, I like the fact that you do – even when you're doing your breakdowns that uh, looking at what you've done, that you put in those factors that the average person doesn't, you know what I mean? The, or I should say the average people in football don't, they kind of sound like everyone else. Everyone else is a carbon copy uh, or repeating the same thing. And one of the things that I noticed while working with you and uh, observing, you bring a different perspective. And I'm going to tell you, you might be one of the hardest working men in football because I seen you in action. I was like, man, he can play the tambourine, he can play the drums, and he's lead singer and backup all at the same time. But uh, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more um, about the this year's draft and things of that nature. So uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they 
they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. We are back. We are back talking to Mr. Emery, and we are uh, going to take a quick, quick break. And we, we, we do something every uh, every every show we call Houston, we got a problem. I know you may. I don't know if you know what that means, but if you got something on your mind and you want to express it, you got here. You go. Houston, we always we have bring a up stuff. <laughs> can we can, get a repeat? Can, can you do me again? Houston, we have a problem. There we go. <laughs> but uh, we just bring up nonsense, nonsense that we think it it, it doesn't have to be sports related. Doesn't have to be you know it, it, all, you know all the drama that's going on in the news and whatnot. And I I, I like to keep it just a little bit uh, away from that because we kind of went hard on the last week and we're gonna probably bring it up again. But I my my Houston, we have a problem this week is uh, is, is Los Angeles. I saw some I saw a picture and then I did some research because you got to sometimes do some research when you see these pictures. But I saw a picture of a homeless man holding a, you know, you know, board said, hey, look, you know, your way of uh, fixing homelessness is putting spikes on the cement. And then they showed a picture of underneath. Now, I live in Chicago. And underneath the highways and then underneath the whole highways in Chicago, you know, there's a lot of homeless people there. That's kind of the only place you can find shade. Well, come to find out Los Angeles now has literally put spikes underneath the highways so people won't sleep there. You know, that's their way of saying, hey, look, homelessness. This is what it is, but I guess what? You won't sleep underneath our bridges. We're going to go ahead and put cement spikes underneath the bridges. So now you got to find somewhere else to go. And I mean, I, it, it, when you see that, it's just like I, I have a big, I have a, I have a passion for some, you know, certain things. But like to see that, that's like, come on, man. Really? These people are, be, be, they don't have any place to stay. But now you just, you, just, you do something like that. that just, I mean, that, that, that just can't get any more 
idiotic to me. You know, that's the way you decide to fix that problem or the way you decide to fix every problem in the world when somebody messes up and sit in the prison. I mean, come on. That's, we got to do better. Houston, that's, that's my Houston. We got a problem. I got serious. That was, was real about, serious. I was about to say, I have a more brief moment <laughs> with my Houston. We have a problem. And my Houston, we have a problem is my, bo- is my boy Jameis Winston. I don't know if you've been seeing the path to the draft. But they had him on without his shirt. And I'm going to tell you, he looked like Lamont Sanford or somebody. <laughs> like, I mean, you talk hey, about. You said it yourself, Emory. We didn't see them. The people who look <laughs> like, you know, Greek gods don't all, they ain't yeah. all in the NFL. I mean, with, I'm looking at him with his shirt off, and I'm like. He, he looked like he, a young. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a young Uncle Rodent. I was like, he knew that they was going to have him follow him everywhere. And I'm like, had he ever seen the weight room? Like, ever. I'm talking about, he looked like me, and I'm 41, and when an injury ain't worked out, I was like, come mm. on. You know that, and you know how it is, before we get into this next thing, they are eating that up. Now, I mean, we just saw you, he looked worse than Brian Cox. <laughs> he did. Or, or or Marty. Marty, too. Yeah. yeah Marty I Carter. Mean, That's a yeah. few guys. That's a few guys. Yeah. He, looked, he looked rough. I mean, Being 21 years were, old. Look, Ray, at least they were in the league for a minute. You yeah. know, it's like you can't go to your girl's house looking like you ain't combed your hair or brush your teeth at the beginning. After you've been with her a while, stuff like that. Yeah, but in a corny stage, you would think, just me, that everything is just going to be tight and right. Mm. Well, I mean, just, you know, you have, you have the quarterbacks, you know, that, that look like Brady Quinn. And, and I, I see it like, he, I mean, he, he looks like the quarterback and then come James Winston in, in here with, you know, with the out of shape Batman body, you know what I'm saying? The, the Adam West body, you know, so it's like, <laughs> like, Man, I can't trust this dude, but I see what you're saying. It just doesn't look right, you know. And, and you know where it comes out, though, Jay. You know where it really comes out? It's at the combine. You know, when all the, everybody is out, everybody got their shirts off, everybody got to get up on the stage and get weighed. And you know, everybody in the crowd was like, D, look at this. But, no, but I'm just saying, even after that, you, okay, you messed up at the combine. Right. You had your, you had your chesticles out. Now <laughs> you're at your pro day. You got your testicles out, or you got your six pack or eight pack out. Now you're on the path to the draft, and you look even worse. So my thing is, and this is going into the next phase of what we're going to talk about is: Would you, with your first pick, and we'll start actually off with, we'll start with our guest first. Would you take Jameis Winston? With your number one pick, if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I would. And the reason why is that I look at you know what they have. I like their running game with Doug Martin. They actually have depth in the backfield, and I also like their receiving core with you know Vincent Jackson, Mike Evans, tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, I think they're solid there. The offensive line, I think they'll be better because of better quarterback play. I think offensively. You know, he is their final piece, so to speak, because on the other side, people say, well, the defense wasn't bad. The defense was bad, blah, blah, blah. 
But to me, that was a byproduct of their offense not being able to sustain drives. So, of course, your defense will give up a lot of yards and be on the field a lot and give up points. So if you're able to sustain drives, um, they may not end in seven, but threes, as long as the defense is getting adjusted, getting rest, and, and getting caught up on what to do when they get back out there, I think they'll be better as a whole. So I do think Winston gives them that that added element as a um, quarterback. Ray, you. James, to me, knowing Lovey and, and played with Lovey, I just would thought I would have thought that Mariota would have been a better better choice for him. Winston seems like the fat on the steak, and I truly mean that literally. And met a third. Did I say it? Mer, 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 uh, the, the, Metaphor. Shit. Uh, there you go. That word. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. I, real talk. I, I just think that you know. I would have strayed away from all the situations. This is too much. It's too much baggage. Like you're just like a you know an ex girlfriend. You see all the baggage before the relationship gets started. I mean, come on, it's just gonna get worse. I just I cannot. I wouldn't want to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the same situation as the Cleveland Browns. You know, because of something like this. So I would I'd say no. That's just me. Me personally, I'm more aligned with you, Ray. Yeah, he's very appealing with what he could potentially be, but the reality of who he is. Uh, especially a position like quarterback. And we've seen where that position can make or break your team. And for for me, I feel like I'd take the kid from UCLA. I mean, I would trade the I would trade out of the pick or I get the best they need some interior D lineman. I agree. I would, you know, I would and right now people would Philadelphia would give a King's ransom. I mean I would, man, they, I would be working some deals that I day. mean they could get a. They need another a secondary running back. I mean, they have. A, they still have a lot of holes to fill for me. And you know, you have Mike Evans that can stretch the field, but Vincent Jackson, to me, I mean, he's an inside the ten type of receiver, which I'll be transitioning him into a flex tight end personally at this point in his career. Uh, they have more needs, and I wouldn't want my family's livelihood. Agreed. To depend on Jameis, the same dude that just had his testicles out. That's the TV. best way to say that's the best thing you just said because that's how Lovey thinks. I am putting my family, not just this team, I'm putting my family in the hands of this dude or this dude. I just don't see it. I'm just, I just. I just wouldn't. I just don't see him making a decision. I just don't. I mean, they may he may shock me on 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 the draft, but I just I just don't see it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised for a last surprised. minute. Yeah, I mean they playing that, and that's what we do. That's what you go in there is like you don't play your hand. You you sit there, let the cars go. Let you know that five minutes before everybody's gonna be calling. But is a reason why they keep on bringing Mariota in, and I don't think he they're gonna draft him either. They're gonna look at so both either. of them, say who is the best person on our board. Let's make everybody else nervous, and they're gonna throw this whole thing off. And I think they're bringing them in because they want to see if they don't, if they don't, if we don't need them. Let's look at them and say, you know, we don't need them as much as people think that we do. I think that's why they keep bringing those guys in. Yeah, because how many people I think will pass on him if he doesn't go with the first pick? Absolutely. I totally agree. He will not be the second pick. He will, he will fall a few picks if that's the case. I agree. I, I, I kind of I look at you guys' points, um, and it brings up a myth that I talked about in the book about how you can't uh, – um, you don't need a quote-unquote premier quarterback. You just need good play, and that's who you brought up, Brett Huntley. As long as yeah, he don't yeah. turn the ball over, you can win football games with that. Exactly. 
There you go. Well, Emery, we thank you for coming on, and uh, we looked at having again. Maybe see what you're doing next week. Uh, we're thank you for coming in the cave, Doctor Hyde, Ray. I see sunshine, so you're doing all right. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, we Ray. Have a good week. See you guys next time on the Man Cave. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. Thank you.